Hey, welcome everybody to the Heart and Hustle podcast, episode 16, if you can believe that, as we get you ready for the NBA playoffs. Blue and white ignite. Cannot wait. I am Scott Inez. Going solo today, Nick Grenowitz and Chris Crawford. They are back for episode 17 coming up here after game one between the Raptors and the Magic Saturday, 5 p.m. there in Toronto. Really looking forward to it. And again, you can hear my radio show uh, every weekday, 4 to 6, ESPN Afternoons with Scott Inez on ESPN 580. Um, what a banner weekend it is for us Magic fans. Uh, first time the Magic are in the playoffs in seven years. Uh, and as we get ready, I want to take a look at, you know, I'm going to give you my five big keys for the Magic to win this series. And yes, I do believe they can win this series. Now, my official pick would probably be Toronto in seven. But there is no doubt, folks, that the Orlando Magic are a nightmarish matchup for the Toronto Raptors. I mean, look, and and on the other side, this was not exactly the preferred matchup for me, and we talked about that in an earlier episode for the Magic. Quite frankly, I think I would have liked Milwaukee 1, Philadelphia 2, and Toronto would have been my least preferred on that list. But I do believe that, you know, the, the Raptors probably look at this matchup with the Orlando Magic that was the least preferred of all the teams that they could face too. I don't think the Raptors want any part of the Orlando Magic in this series because I think Orlando matches up very, very well with them. So let's talk about my five big keys going into this series that the Magic are going to pull off the upset over the Toronto Raptors. And look, I mean, this is a Magic team that's playing really well right now. Some of the best basketball in the league. Winners of four straight, 11 of 13, 22 of their last 31. One of the best defensive teams in the final 31 games. So... Here are my keys for the Magic to win this series. And let, let's start off with number one. And look, there aren't many teams out there who have two very good, long, athletic wingmen uh, who can guard uh, a Pascal Siakam and a Kawhi Leonard. We do, right? We do. The Orlando Magic do. Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac are some of the best defenders at their positions in the league. We've seen it all year long. We've certainly seen it with Aaron Gordon in five years here in Orlando. He's been terrific defensively. He's gotten more solid and more, uh, you know, more well-rounded with his game this year. But you're talking about two really good defensive players. And I'm looking at three games uh, against the Magic this year. Kawhi Leonard going up against the likes of Aaron Gordon and others. There have been others who have guarded him, like Evan Fournier and Isaac. But Kawhi Leonard uh, has been held to just 42% shooting in those games against the Magic this year. And you look at Siakam, he's been limited to 38%. And that is a major reason why the Magic blew the Raptors out of the building, both up there in Toronto during the regular season and down here in Orlando in the regular year. So, Gordon and Isaac are nightmarish, absolute nightmarish, nightmarish matchups for the Toronto Raptors. I, I think Gordon and Isaac uh, can make those two guys, Siakam and Kawhi Leonard, really work on the offensive end of the court. The Raptors did not want to see the Orlando Magic in the first round, mainly because of these two dudes uh, of, of Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac. So that's that's my first key for the Orlando Magic. Defensively, we're a nightmare matchup. If Gordon and Isaac can do the same thing uh, with this Raptor roster 
i.e. Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam, as they did in the regular season, this team has a great chance for an upset in this series. Let's let's look at a, a second key here, and that is the human torch. I mean, I th- this guy has been unbelievable all year long, but especially here late in the season, it looks like he's just throwing beach balls in the ocean right now. And I'm talking about Terrence Ross. He has been on fire, season-high 35 points against the Hornets uh, in the regular season closer on Wednesday night. He had that same look about him in Boston when the Magic clinched uh, a playoff berth Sunday night there uh, at the Garden. He has a look about him right now. He ha- he definitely has a look that nobody can stop me. And you got to love to see that if you are an Orlando Magic fan. Look, I've been covering this team for 30 years. I cannot remember a microwave-like player like a Terrence Ross on this roster. We've never had that luxury of having a guy come off the bench and just absolutely, absolutely light it up and change the complexion of a basketball game like Terrence Ross can do and has this year. So you're talking about a guy who has ample playoff experience with the same Toronto team. He's going up against his former team. And look, I, I realized that this week uh, Terrence Ross said that it's no big deal. You know, he's going up against his former team. There's no extra incentive. Let me tell you something. Let me let you in on a little secret here about NBA players. There's always, <laughs> always extra incentive for players who were traded by one team, when they go back to face that team, there is always extra incentive. He's lying through his teeth, okay, because he has to. He, he doesn't want to give the Toronto Raptors bulletin board material. It's smart. But, you know, as, as, as if he needs a little extra incentive, he will get that facing a team that traded him to Orlando for Serge Ibaka a couple of years ago. So this guy is so important to this team, not only because of the microwave-like status off the bench and lighting it up for 35 a season high against Charlotte the other night. When he does that, when he connects, especially early, when he connects on those threes, it, it's, it's like a rising tide. It lifts all the boats. And you can see when, when Terrence Ross comes into the game, hits an early three, that bench gets up off the bench if you will, and, and and the entire team is just lifted. It's ignited. This guy is so important to this basketball team. And uh, look, I, 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 he has been unstoppable. Uh, and, and, and he's, if, if the Magic are to be able to pull off the upset in this series, he is going to have to have an epic series. But he's had an epic year. So I wouldn't be in the least surprised if he had an epic series. If he does, if he does, folks, the Orlando Magic have a very, very good chance to win this series. So that's two. Let's go to three in terms of keys for an Orlando Magic victory over the Toronto Raptors in this seven-game series. Go up there and get game one. Go Go up there, get game one, And all of a sudden, guess what starts to happen? Again, the ghosts of the recent past with the Toronto Raptors come back and haunt them. The Raptors are 2-13. and All right, let me say that again. The Raptors are 2-13 and their history in games one. 
All right. And we all know what happened back in 2016. I mean, they went to the conference uh, finals against LeBron and the Cavaliers. But in each of those series leading up to the Eastern Conference Finals, and even in the Eastern Conference Finals, they lost every game one they played. Every single one of them. So know that there is a mental hurdle that the Raptors must jump in terms of the playoffs, and especially game one. Because if you go up there on Saturday late afternoon and get that game one in Toronto, all of a sudden, you got all of those players, you've got all those fans, you've got the media, you know, writing stories about, oh, here we go again, right? Here we go again. And you have the Raptors doubting themselves in a playoff series all over again. So the best way to do that is to go in there and take game one. And all of a sudden the collar starts to get a little tight with the home team there. You steal home court advantage in game one and put the pressure, and and there will be an abundance of pressure. There's no pressure, by the way, on the Orlando Magic in this series. Very few people outside of Orlando expect this team to actually go into Toronto uh, and, and, and win a game, let alone win the series. So there's no pressure on the Orlando Magic. You are playing with house money, absolute house money. So go in there. You take game one and you put that even more pressure squarely on the Toronto Raptors shoulders for game number two. Let's move into uh, the the fourth reason uh, the Orlando Magic could win this series. And that is they've done, I'm talking about the Magic here, they've done a great job defensively all year long, especially in the final you know, 31 games of the season, but they've they've also done a magnificent job for the most part of guarding the three-point arc all year long. They're going to have to continue to do that against this Raptor team. And I'll tell you why. The Raptors made the most threes in the NBA this year. And um, so it's vital for the Orlando Magic to guard the three-point line. Now, easier said than done, and you've heard Coach Clifford all year talking about, you know, uh, four in, one out, or five out. You're going to see a lot of five out from the Toronto Raptors. This is a five out team. And it's also a kick out for the three team as well. They love to space the floor. They love to drive and kick with Kyle Lowry throwing it out to his three-point shooters. It's very, very difficult to guard. But I do believe, and I, you know, we talked about uh, Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac earlier, two very versatile defensive players. I do believe that with the Magic's quickness and with their versatility on defense, I think that's where the nightmare comes in for Toronto. I think the Magic have the ability to give this Toronto team fits. And it starts with what I was just talking about, being able to guard that drive and kick three. So no doubt. Three-point defense this year for the Magic has been key, and it will be key against this Toronto Raptor team in this first-round playoff series. And let's go to number five here. And this is a big one um, because we don't have a whole lot of playoff experience on this Orlando Magic roster. We've got, you know, Terrence Ross. Of course, Timofey Mozgov leads us in playoff experience, but obviously Mozgov has been in civvies all year and will be in civvies on the bench throughout the playoffs. So you're looking at the top two guys here with playoff experience being Terrence Ross with the Toronto Raptors 
and DJ Augustine with uh, a number of different NBA teams, and that's it. How will the Magic react to a foreign atmosphere, a very hostile atmosphere, uh, and, and how will they react to the physicality of the NBA playoffs? How will they react? And in particular, I, you know, look, Nick Vucevic has what? One playoff game under his belt, something like that with the Philadelphia 76ers. So, you know, Vooch is a guy who's, who has to learn quickly on the fly here. How will Nick Vucevic react to the physicality of the postseason? Because you know, folks, bank on this. Bank on it. The Toronto Raptors are going to throw a bunch of dudes at him. You know, they've got Gasol, they've got Abaka, they've got uh, a couple other uh, big men. I know Ananobi is out uh, likely for the rest of this series. We just received word on that today, uh, which is certainly decent news for the Orlando Magic, bad news for Ananobi and the the Raptors. But they're going to throw big bodies at Nick Vucevic. And not only are they going to throw big bodies at him, they're going to try, I think, very early, to take him out of his game and to take him out of his comfort zone. How will Vooch respond to being beaten up? He will be beat up. He's going to be fouled hard, and it'll probably be very, very early. And I think Serge Ibaka is probably going to be the heavy in this. I think Ibaka is going to come in and and start pounding Nick Vucevic to try to get in his head. Um, Nick in the past has been susceptible to being frustrated by physical play. Uh, it, it's nothing he hasn't seen, mind you, uh, but but it's going to get chippy. I, mark my word, it, it's going to get chippy early. And how will Nick Vucevic react? That will be a big question going forward in this series. But Vuce has to know that it is going to get downright physical in this series going forward. So those are the five things that I thought about and my five keys to a Magic win going into this series. I think they have, look, I I know nobody's given a a chance, and even on my ESPN 580 show, I did pick with my head instead of my heart. I did pick the Raptors in seven games, but I do believe that the Orlando Magic have a great chance and an upset because they are an absolute nightmarish matchup for the Toronto Raptors. It is going to be fun. We will have another pod for you here on the Heart and Hustle podcast after game one. Looking forward to it. Enjoy game one, everybody. The Magic and the Raptors, the NBA playoffs, back in O-Town. We'll see you next time.